How did we get off? Like, how did this happen? Are you talking about a male or female? Oh, but does it matter? Somebody did say to me once, though, you're just like a demon, they just can't call you one. <laughs> <laughs> does it feel like we're just like stretching? To, like, like looking for loopholes in a sense. You get demoted, you work your way back up. <laughs> What do you get demoted to? Janitor? You're on the greeting team. <laughs> okay. Um, so welcome, welcome, welcome back. Uh, this is our afterglow from our uh, Wednesday night midweek gathering. And... We're meeting with some of my friends around the horn to talk about faith and how it applies to real life. And so Danielle's back in the pink chair. Hello. <laughs> For the first time, our good buddy Sandro's here tonight. Hey. Yes, yeah, so good. Uh, <laughs> Mikey Mike Bueno, my favorite Dominican. <laughs> There you Juan. Yeah. <laughs> Dominican. All week. You just had goosebumps. Yeah, all week. I didn't know he was Dominican. I was yeah, waiting all week. really white. Just <laughs> an albino one. Yeah. Albino. He's an albino. He's an albino Dominican. Albino Dominican, yeah. That's right. Good. Yeah. He's talking about like birth defects and looking at me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Long. I can feel you. Sorry. <laughs> I just kicked the table. I can feel you. Uh, and my ginger brother from another mother. Yes. Anthony. All right. So... We were back in Romans chapter two tonight, and we spent a little bit of time again back in Romans chapter one. And we've been, and, and I know some of us are playing catch up because poor Sandra wasn't even in there, so he's just going to chime in with whatever he can come up with. But we spent a lot of time um, talking about sin as a condition and sin as a behavior. So sin is a condition and sin is a behavior and the difference between sin is a condition and sin is a behavior. Um, did anything stick out to you? Like, have you ever thought about that? Like the difference of it as a behavior versus a sin? Do you know what I mean by that? Do you mean like sinning like with your lifestyle? No, I mean like the world is sinful. Okay. In the fact that like we're born into in sin. sin yeah. yeah, we're born in sin. So like... Uh, some of the examples I gave tonight were like human defects, like actual physical deformities and mental disorders and stuff. Those weren't like part of the original design. They are a reflection of the brokenness of the world that's come about because of the sin condition, meaning that sins entered the world through one man, spread to everything, infected everything. It's the condition that we're born into. So even if you haven't sinned today, you're still a sinner by condition and your personal brokenness. But you've sinned today, because I know you. Yeah, 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 I sin. I sin. He's like, I sin. <laughs> so does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so what do you think? Because you guys got to hear some of that. So like, are 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 you in agreement? I mean, well, I don't know if there's nothing to agree about, but like, do you understand the differences? What your what are your thoughts on these differences? I always looked at it like that as a condition. I think I think that's why I'm always like. Okay, get close to my. I can't even hear you. Okay, okay. Can you hear me hey, now? I can hear you. Now. Can you hear me now? I need you to eat. No, I've always looked at it as a condition. I think actually, uh, on one of the podcasts while we were talking, I I started kind of com- like not comparing, but saying, well, you don't look at somebody that has like Down syndrome, and you know, you guys kind of laughed at me a little bit, like, oh, I can't believe you're comparing it with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like I wasn't like comparing. It's just saying it's a condition. Like, you know, neither one of them have a choice. I don't look at them different. Yeah. Fair enough. It's just a difficult thing to navigate, right? Yeah. Because typically we don't like to, t- like, 
nobody with a def- like what do we do now like what do we call people with deformities now are they is that the proper terms can we call people with deformed deformed more of a disability no, no we can't for, we can't call them deformed 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 Dis- I think you say dis- disabled. 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 disabled or disability. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally challenged. What does that even mean? Intellectual disability. Mm-hmm. Not mentally challenged? They are not able to so do everything Mentally challenged? No. Intellectual no. disability. Is that the right terms now? You can't say mentally challenged? No. no. What are you calling them? I that was old. I mean, <laughs> I mean wow, what I have we come to? What have we come to? And it's to? mental health issues, not <laughs> mental issues. Like you were saying <laughs> earlier. Not mental issues. Okay, so mental health. Is the right proper politically correct <laughs> behavioral term. health too? In behavioral health, this yeah. is emotional health, yeah, yeah. right? Okay, and so like, but it is a really difficult thing because you don't like I, if I went to my buddy with schizophrenia and said, "Let me talk to you about like this thing that you have and how it's a, how it's like the example of the brokenness of the sinful world in you." That's a difficult conversation to navigate, though I do believe that with my whole heart. I, I mean, I believe that so passionately at the base level about what I believe about God and what the word says that like, I don't know how to navigate that exactly, but it's a weird, like you don't go to somebody with down syndrome and go, you don't go to their parents and go, see, that's the sinful condition that we want to talk about it as if it's like, no, 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 they're special. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not making fun. I'm saying that's what we say. We use other terms to label it something good when the truth is it was always like everything is meant to be a, a separation from the original design and the original creator. But we, we don't, we can't say those things. So the elephant in the room, like, are, are you, are we saying that people that have a, a sexual condition are like, you know, in the same category as somebody that has like Down syndrome or is, uh, or something like that? Or is that what we're trying to say? Uh, look, let me say it this way. I, I think that, sexual brokenness mm-hmm. because in the sexual brokenness that's a loaded phrase because really sexuality is made up of a physical component a mental component a brain component like there's a bunch of components here that are that that are at play but a sexual dysfunction or sexual brokenness as i would call it from a theological standpoint um i think that is reflective of the sin condition yeah but the problem is trying to tell somebody with any sexual dysfunction that it's that it it's sin, either in the condition form or the behavioral form, which it can be both, right? Is like good luck. Like start with the LGBTQ community and say, hey, this is you know this is sin, right? And it's like that's a tough thing to navigate. But I believe that about everything. Yeah, I agree. And everyone. Yeah. What do you think? I get it. No, I get it. I don't know what else to say on that. I mean, I agree. But you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a weird. Yeah. It's it's as weird to say to a lesbian, "Hey, you know, this is part of your sin condition," as it is to say to a Down syndrome parent, "Well, you know, this is a part of the brokenness of our sinful world." However, one of them, we you know, people are very quick to tell them, you know, and the other one, they don't. Like you said, they treat them with sympathy. Cause, well, I think I, I think it's, yeah. I mean, I think it's fair to say that historically Christianity has looked at sexual dysfunction and sexual brokenness and sexual perversion as only behavioral issues. Yes, 
And so we think about it only in behavioral terms, right? So we think improve your behavior, change your behavior, stop your behavior, um, stop, you know, whatever, doing that behavior. We don't think about it in terms of like, oh, wait a minute. What if this is the result of sin and not the behavior of sin alone? What if it's, there's something. How come that's never discussed in scripture? Well, I'm not sure that it's not, but. Like even in the Old Testament, like I don't think. I don't know, I just don't recall like God saying, well, if it's a uh, whatever condition or whatever yeah. reason is what's causing you to be that way, like that's okay or you get a pass or it's all right. It's more like that's what they were doing, destroy the whole city kind of deal. Uh, I mean. He wasn't, I don't, I, I can't see him being well, like one, some I, of them. That's, that's, a, that, that's like a weird jump again. You've made a weird jump again because you're jumping to the thing that that's that's saying like, you're you're equating Sodom and Gomorrah with homosexuality. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But it's really not. I mean, and it's, the words never used. The ideas never really used. It's not really homosexuality. It's, it's rape. It's rape. Yeah. Right. Okay, hold on. I went back and checked after you yeah. corrected me last week. Okay, so the men I've seriously never heard of that. By yeah, the way. every time. Every, every time. time yeah, every, anybody said anything about it, I'm like, oh, course, yeah, it's homosexuality. I mean, but when you said that, I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. And so, yeah, I went back and I was like, oh, yeah. it, it doesn't say that. Well, I mean, if you, if the guys want to have sex with, uh, with the angels and Lot offers his virgin daughters and they're like, now I don't want them, I want the men, I think that's... Nah. No, they wanted that's to, not, they that, wanted that to shame them. It's like prison. entire city, though. Yeah, it, well, just number one dudes. is, even if it was those dudes and even if it's just reflective of those dudes, they're... they're Think about what rape is. They're saying, hey, we're going to dominate you, humiliate you. Um, and that's what's happening there. So, it's can, a, okay. It's like mean, prison. I'll, I'll, I'll entertain that. Yeah. I'll entertain that. Let's say that's what it was. Right. That they were raping. And that was because of the fall of, because of the whatever we want to call it, um, not the behavior, but it was more like. No, no, the, that's the behavior. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. It, it couldn't be that maybe they just have a disorder as well? Well, I mean, they're born into sin, and they're shaped by sin. Right. And like they are else. sinful by their very nature. Right. But I'm not saying that there's not a behavioral component to sexuality. I'm saying that Christians are ignoring the conditional component to same-sex attraction. That's what I'm saying. And that's different. So, oh, so yeah, I'm sure like, there's some people that 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 view like you're saying, yeah, I know. No, I mean, like I think with most people, like so, for instance, like if somebody rapes another person mm-hmm. or molests a child or anything, those are behavioral things that have to be addressed, right? Absolutely, and we're not yet to the point we're having the discussion on Wednesday nights, but we will, where we have to talk about well, let's talk about the behavioral component to the homosexual world, right? I'm not saying that we're not going to talk about that. I'm just saying before we talk about that, let's make sure we understand that there's a condition of sin that's invaded everything. And now we have it. Now we have, I think a much more educated church where they're saying, Oh, we realize people can be born gay because it's like, we're going to catch up to that. Like the science, we're going to catch up to what science is going to tell us. Right, right, right. You know. Yeah, and I, and I don't think that's an issue. Like for me, that's definitely not an issue. It's, I think those are all possibilities. You can be born gay. You can be broken, touched, and 
turn to gay. I mean, all kinds of stuff can <laughs> turn happen. Turn to gay. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where it happens. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a reality, yeah. you know. So I don't think that's an issue. That, and, and I don't think... Yeah, but the issue that Juan's saying is if you were born with schizophrenia, mm-hmm. we would look at your symptoms differently. We would look at your behavior differently. We wouldn't just say, stop. Because I think that's because more of a mental thing. And I mean, try to explain the gospel to schizophrenia. <laughs> like, I mean, but what I'm saying that, is, that, if a person is born right with this, mm-hmm. right, then it it's not the same. But I, I I think the comparison for the sake of understanding the conditional aspect is the same of a mental brokenness or a physical brokenness or anything. So you guys are saying people are born gay. <laughs> No, what we're yeah, actually <laughs> yeah. yes. That's exactly what we're saying. We're saying that that's definitely <laughs> a possibility. That's a possibility. That, that, not only is that a possibility, the the scientific world is is already there and we're trying to get to a the type of church that doesn't like reflect the church from the medieval times that thought the sun revolved around the earth. Cuz the church for hundreds of years thought the sun revolved around the earth cuz the Bible right. said so. Mm-hmm. Right? And so then all of a sudden we were like, "Oh, my bad." Uh, Wait, the Bible know, doesn't say Magellan. that. Magellan. The Bible doesn't no, say that. No, they had, okay. yes, yes. There the are pas- well, there are passages, especially in the Psalms, that describe, you know, the celestial beings, and they interpreted those as oh, so they interpreted the sun revolving around okay. the earth, right? <laughs> He's very clear on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, they did. They did. In fact, I've they, never look, seen guys, scripture that they said that. Wanted to, they wanted to run. Uh, some of these uh, religious astronomers, Christian astronomers, out of the church because oh, I, I they changed that. the... I know that. I know that. that. I get the history yeah. and, and, and the science behind it, but I've never seen anybody... Well, know, that's the same way I think it's Adam Just look at it and go, yeah, But do you see what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So that's what you guys are talking about on Wednesdays. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to catch up. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well, we've been talking about Romans 1. Okay. Because I was going to bring up a verse from Romans 1. Because Paul brings it up. In that he says that, so since they ignored everything completely yeah. about God, he turned them into a depraved, like towards a depraved mind. Yeah. And that's, what, that's how I, that's what I like, that's what I kind of, what I kind of get out of it is like, that's a, a constant battle that we all go through. It's in our heads, you know, and then um, it's a mental. I believe it's something mental, like that switches. I don't know if that makes sense. So you think you think being gay, like you just one day you're hetero, and the next thing you got a mental switch like, that just just like pops. anything else, not just homosexuality. Like people that there's guys that like younger girls that like, and then that that all starts with their heads. They start imagining things. Or there's guys. I've been hooked on watching criminal things, so like Ted Bundy. And he <laughs> oh, talks man, about so this stuff. <laughs> that is good. That is he good. said he grew up in a, his parents were Christian. He grew up in a perfect home. There was nothing wrong because they always take it back to say he got abused. He got, no, but he said nothing happened to him. It all started with he started watching things. Like, so he started picturing things. So I feel like that's what happens in nah. a human being. Yeah, but that's uh, he, was stuff he was making stuff up. He was making stuff up. Did you watch the Netflix stuff. documentary? I did. Which one? The Netflix documentary. The Ted Bundy. I saw uh, like a whole bunch. Not, not just Netflix. Did you see the Netflix yeah, Ted I saw Bundy that one? one too. Yeah, because it specifically says there, like when when the guys interview him, the psychologist, he goes, "Yeah, he's saying that to mitigate his responsibility." Right. No, no, I know, I yeah. know, I know. But I'm saying I, I feel like that's there's it, obviously something a switch turns in your head. Where you start going towards those things, you know? Well, we believe, I mean, I think what Mike said is true, right? Like, so for instance, we talked about tonight the idea of PTSD, that an event can happen in your life that leads to a psychological, mental, or emotional disorder. That's not in your control, but outside of your control, right? It's a condition, 
It makes sense. But so I, I don't disagree with you that that could happen, meaning that someone can be born and then there a shift takes place and a brokenness takes place in this world from a sexuality standpoint. And could that be expressed in pedophilia? Could it be expressed in sexual addiction? Could it be expressed in a bunch of different things? Pornography addiction? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. But what we're saying is to ignore the science that same-sex attraction and people being born with same-sex attraction or people being born with gender dysphoria or gender um comp- i mean god we, last night we went th- or two night you know two wednesdays ago we went through all these crazy gender things i mean they're yeah. bizarre bro yeah bizarre oh yeah scientifically proven no no i'm talking like people born with both genitalia and we got people born with like i mean it's crazy it's crazy and all that to say all of that people are born into mm-hmm. so if you're born into it does that change our understanding of their responsibilities? Does it change our understanding of what we're going to talk about when it talks about behavior and how to assess behavior and what they're supposed to do? Do you understand? Does that make sense? You see how complicated it is? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. In my opinion, I mean, if you could make a a logical mental decision, like it's not a mental schizophrenia or something like that, where you can make a decision I think you should be held responsible for those decisions, you know, and I believe if, if God calls us to holiness to for our bodies to be a living sacrifice and to offer it up to him and it belongs to him and not to a harlot, you know, when he makes those kind of like um, comparisons, then that's what we should be doing. You know, um, yeah, well, yes. Well, let's, I, I, let's talk about that. That's good because I think, OK, so what at what point are we responsible and not responsible for our behavior? You know, We're I mean, always responsible for our behavior. What about the Not behavior? What about the behavior that you don't even know? That's it. Yeah, because if a schizophrenic commits a crime, we so mitigate go, their responsibility. So you go to, to a mental disorder. Like, I mean, that's something that now I, I would I would agree that's tough to navigate. I, I, but I'm saying that, that's challenging. But we we would mit, we would mitigate their responsibilities. We would say, well, this person. I mean, from a I mean, from a justification and salvation standpoint, I I wouldn't know how to deal with that. I honestly wouldn't because well, I don't just know. Take it from a law standpoint. Why? Why? No, if I can't they do commit that. a crime and they're a schizophrenic. The law is going to treat them differently. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like they won't? They won't? No, they're not going to jail for twenty years. They're going to a mental hospital. Oh, that's they're going to get treated. Yeah, that's almost the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like close, enough. Yeah. <laughs> close enough. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? They're going to get treated differently. Uh-huh. Same thing for somebody that's yeah. But we're not. We're what's not. What's the right term again? We're not trying to judge like. Intellectual disabilities. Intellectual disabilities. They're yeah. going to get treated differently right. from the law. But we're talking about like salvation standpoint and justification and all that stuff. Yes. I think from a from a justification and salvation standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, they can't even probably confess that Christ is Lord or, un- or truly understand that. So, I mean. Sure I they can. Well, there's some mental disorders that you can't. Sure. Absolutely. So that's what I'm trying to say is like yeah. th- those are very difficult to navigate. What do they do then? I, I, that's a special <laughs> that's, special, a, that's a special case that I, I was never called to try to figure but that out. But they're still born in the sin condition. <laughs> that's that's pretty special. Huh? They're still born with the sin condition. Okay. So they're still born in the sin. Right, right. Right? Okay. And even if their behavior is never, we can never account for their behavior mm-hmm. as saying, hey, they're responsible for it and they have to, you know, repent of it, pay the penalty for it, do whatever they got to do. They're still born in the sin condition. Right. So the only way for them to be grafted into eternity from from the theological standpoint, from God's word, is that they're going to have to have a savior. 
Right, and they had to accept, and they got to confess the Lord Jesus well, Christ. Well, remember, think about this for a second. If they can't, that's exactly my point. So that's what, what ha- I'm saying. What happens, too when, so what when, happens kids, then? when kids die? When they're you see, we're talking about stuff that we are. I, I don't believe we're called to judge that. No, not that's at all. God's but I think judgment. that there's there's but we are called something that's bigger than us that we can yes. understand. Yes. yes, right. You just some of that you just have to with you know faith and say, okay, God, God's got that or God's got them, because I mean I don't think that a baby goes to hell because they can't confess that. You know, Jesus is Lord. Yeah, we can all come to certain theories, and 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 we we want to hope for the there's best. Pretty good scripture for that one. Um, for the babies going to hell, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, when is he King that David, they do? I'm saying <laughs> I have <laughs> no. We don't know. I have no we idea. Had women slaves the other day. <laughs> no, no. Um, and correct me. Correct me Servants. if I'm wrong, Servants. but I'm pretty sure. Um, like King David, when uh, he committed adultery, you know, Bathsheba got pregnant, and the baby died. And God told David, I got you. Don't worry about the kid. He's with me. Oh, I don't know. If I, if I remember right, I, that, I, I could be wrong. I but. think there's certain things that, like you said, we really wouldn't Man, know. You know, I think there's a yeah, but far I, away. I think the, the same thing. I don't know, like, we guys thought about it. But I'm going, like, suicide. Right. You think a Christian could commit suicide. Ooh, good one. So, like, in that sense, like, the Bible talks about suicide. Uh, Judas, he committed uh uh, suicide. So where did he go? Or like, the, the, I think there's. Yeah, but that's not the only thing Judas did. No, Judas. I know, I know, I know. But like, but it's not by works, right? Yeah, but, not, <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point, though. Like, Judas didn't believe. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say yeah, is that there's, there's certain things it. that I don't think we could see. You know, I don't so, know. Or we can judge. So let me ask you a question: Is it possible that just like we have things that we don't understand that we can't judge, for some reason we have falsely kind of told ourselves that we understand and can judge homosexuality. But I'm talking about judging as towards condemnation, like towards hell. That's what I feel people like, do. No, That's I feel like when it comes to judging, we are called, Jesus calls me to judge by their fruits. Okay. How would I know someone, if Anthony's a Christian, is by his fruits? And we're talking about in a Christian mm-hmm. world. Right. If but he's not a Christian, then I can't, whatever, he's not a believer. Right. But if, I, if we're all believers here, I can judge. You guys can judge me. If you guys see me out there doing something, you, Pastor Mike has the authority as my brother in Christ to say, "Hey, look, you're look at your actions. You're saying you're doing this, but look, Jesus said, out of a good tree, you're not going to get good fruits. I mean, out of uh, bad bad fruits, out of okay, a bad so tree." Okay, so let me give you an example. So I've got a Christian friend, but that's what I mean by judging. Not we're right. not judging to condemn. But I've you. got a Christian friend who's a schizophrenic. Okay, and pretty much about like every two months, he loses his crap. Yeah, 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 and does some things that are could only word. be described as sin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you judge that? I think in that situation, what you can do is pray for that person. You know, <laughs> pray the, pray the schizophrenia away. Well, yeah, because if he has that that disorder, what could you do? Like that's could, so that's, you would say, "I'm going to the times that you have." To, to I'm going to mitigate my judgment based upon his condition. Now, well, yeah, you're going to try to reach that, to that person yeah. the best way you can, and then if that person's yeah, able to understand you, yo, he's a he believer. Is. He believes in Christ. But he's got a condition that every two or three months he goes off the rails. Okay. Well, I feel like every all of us have a condition in a way when it comes to sin. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So he That's can the be point. he can be that. I can I can be falling in another another, another area. Way. You can be so. I'm not homosexual. Don't point. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's just not just homosexual. But anything. I think Juan's point is 
we're very quick to judge homosexuality just from the behavioral standpoint as if that's like normal. And like we understand it. And we understand it. But when it comes to like schizophrenia, we're like, oh, yeah, they get a pass. Because we don't understand it. No, but yeah, when it comes to homosexuality, I feel like when the way we should approach it is biblical. Like I have people in my family that are gay. Okay, so how do you approach it? They then we go to church. I they go to church with me. Like I talk to them, and when the topic comes up, just like any topic else comes up, I don't know, uh, debatable topic. We just have to go towards the Bible. Like they can't get offended with me if I tell them, "Hey, what does this verse says?" This you know, Jesus talks about this, talks talks about that, this that that. These type of people won't go to the heaven, and you have to turn away from that. Obviously, all of us are fighting something. That's what you're fighting. I may be fighting something else. And so I'm, here's the question. Jesus doesn't actually say anything about homosexuality, no, does he? No, he doesn't. He doesn't mention it. But here's the question. So, so you say, hey, you got to fight it. You got to turn away. But what if, what if they don't? Or what if they can't? Or what if they do, but they slip back? Then you just have, like, I feel like there's a certain point that you, you just have to pray for that person, you know? <laughs> Like, yeah, like, what else could you do? Pray the gay away. What are you like, praying for? What are you praying for? <laughs> what do you pray for? For that person, like, to, to commit Shape to God. Up? Oh, to yeah, so they got to commit. Yeah. So, again, think about what you're thinking. So, you're doing it subconsciously. You're saying they have to have a behavioral change to be right with God. Okay, so with God, they, what, they couldn't change? No, I didn't say that. No, but, but you're I, saying they should change their behavior in order to be in but the thing standing. That by themselves, they won't, you know? Right. I believe that all of us, that's why we all need yeah, God. But yeah, there's, but, pe- see, there's people that we got that haven't been able to, that have prayed for yeah, years. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on. But you're, think about this. So we would never say to a Down syndrome kid, pray that God would make you. No, obviously. Okay. But why would you do it to a gay person? No, but what do you mean, what would I do to a gay person? Why would you do it to a gay person? Because that's, that's the sin that he's going to. Because you think of it behaviorally. What, but what if it's I'm a condition? Confused. What if they're born with it? We're all born with sin. But what if they're... I'm asking a simple question. You wouldn't do it to a Down syndrome kid. I, I Why would you do it to a gay person? I don't believe people are born gay. Oh, that's, see, that's the difference. That's, where, that's what really happens. That's why I yeah. believe they're not. Yeah. You, and do I you have seen it like, with a lot of people, including my family. Yeah. No. How they have changed through time. It doesn't matter. And how certain things change them. Yeah. So that's I think that's the problem. I think that's what I'm saying. I feel like of, it's mentally. Yeah. It, it, it all it, everything is it comes to it start, starts right. here. So what happens if in your lifetime science proves that that's just not true? And you and again we're sitting here as Christians going the sun revolves around the earth. But what, like science is proving that they're born gay. Yes. Yeah, we're going to call that yesterday with this <laughs> exercise. The what? <laughs> so we're going to call it yesterday. <laughs> but what happens if that it happens in, in your lifetime, that becomes... I just feel, we should, like I said, we have to go towards the biblical aspect of it. Right. And I'm, just, not, I'm not saying we shouldn't. No, I know. And then, like, if someone asks me, that's what I'm going to respond. Like, right, because you think of it behaviorally. There is a I, behavioral... I just think that sinfully. Like you, you, that's the only way you can identify homosexuals by their behavior. No. Mm, no. no. Why would you say that? What other way can you identify homosexuality? They have the same sex attraction, attraction. But that doesn't mean that they're acting behavior. on the attraction. Attraction is not a behavior. Hmm? The attraction is not, to me, that's not condemnable. It's when you go and you actually start. No, but that's the whole problem. What? Is that the attraction is part of the sin condition. We just don't want to say it. I understand that. But yeah. I don't believe the attraction makes you a sinful person. Yeah, because you think of sin as behavior, not as condition. That's correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's a condition. 
It's a condition that, that produces behavior. Right. And you can choose to behave a certain way. Sometimes. And, and sometimes not. You can't choose. No. You don't choose. For some things you can. Okay, on but the homosexuality you part, you could. You can choose. You to, could. Let's say I, I start. I'm growing up and I start noticing that I'm going towards liking men. Yes. Then I come across church and I'm going to church and I have an encounter with God and I start reading these things. Right. That the way I'm thinking is not right. Right. And I, I that's how I see it. Not just And then you say, I, God, help me to like women. But you don't. Because you're born gay. What do you do? Then I just have to pray that God works in me, you know? If God's telling me that that's something that, because he didn't design me that way, you know? That, exactly. A, I believe that 100%. The same, the same, like, that's what I'm saying. The same thing with, like, there's people that like doing things with animals. And there's people that like doing. <laughs> that's cra- true. There's crazy. That's true. People, people are crazy. That's true. But how do you change their mind? Like, I don't, we won't be able to change your mind. I believe, I'm a, I firmly believe that the word of God and God himself changes people. And it starts in, in your mind, you know? Yeah. The animal doesn't have a choice. The animal's, <laughs> yeah. the animal's not looking back like, hey, oh, yeah. are you doing? And I just feel the direction you're going. What is wrong? The wheels came off. What? The wheels. He's considered. What is Kevin thinking at this point? He's got to call her Lucille. Oh, my word. No, but here, here's the problem, right? And I think you hit okay, the nail. Okay, so. I, I love me, your honest answer because I think you hit the nail on the head. I think you are nailing it. And you're nailing it in this way conservative Christianity. For the last forever, has thought of homosexuality and same-sex attraction as a behavior and a choice. Okay. The problem is that they're proving it that it's. Yeah. The problem the is problem that, that their science is proving it that it's they're born gay. Yeah. The problem is so that now we have to try to revolve re- around that. But we're no. What we're realizing is it's so much more complicated than that. That human sexuality is not just a choice. That it. It, it, it takes into account a number of components in our physical bodies and worlds, right? Mm-hmm. And to limit it just to like this choice of volition or will is this very simple idea about um, sexuality that will not hold up to what modern science will discover about sexuality. Okay. That, so I'm saying we as the church should be going, okay, let's look out and go, how do because if the word of God is true, and I believe that, and the word of God's unchanging, I believe that. So how does that and our understanding of human sexuality now, how can those two things co- coincide, right? That's what I'm saying. But I, I appreciate your honesty because yeah. I think that's what typical people think. They, they just think, well, gay people are just making a choice to be gay. This is a mental thing. And they can just decide not to be, or they can be empowered by God not to be one day. They're just going to wake up like women one day or wake up like men one day if they're lesbians. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think that's not the case. I don't think that's the reality. I, I, I don't think, I mean, my opinion is that even though science is making all these discoveries, which is awesome, I, I'm, I'm, I love science. Science is great. And it's just, to me, it's just like an identification process. It's just identifying or, or labeling how exactly what's going on. And is there a scientific way of showing what's actually going on with a person? That's cool. But I'm not sure that God is so concerned with that. Like, I'm not sure that he's saying, well, because they have these chromosomes, this is okay. Or because they're, you know, they're going to be considered that maybe they can't just like the other person. 
Maybe God has called them to abstinence, to stay away, you know, for yeah, wh- whatever, think, whatever it is. Think about how it never makes it right is what I'm trying to think say. Think about how elementary that is. Right. We would never do that with the other cases that I gave you. We would never well, we do that. Do, with we the, do do that. Because no, we don't. When we talking about murder, we won't say, well, that person that has the extra Y chromosomes, that's the reason why he was doing that. That's exactly what we do. That's the whole legal system is set up with burdens where we go, hey, if this person has this disorder. I'm not talking about disorder, the legal system. I'm not talking about the legal system. We as Christians, we would say if he's a murderer, if he's a, a Hitler, that guy's a sinner, that's he's going true. to hell, so no, on that's and so not forth. True. That's not true. Yeah. If somebody comes into your house and and you kill them, protecting yourself, you're not going to call them. That, that, that's not what I'm, talk, I'm talking about. It's murder. I'm it's murder. Let me take it murder. murder. I'm talking about the people that have these weird no. chromosomes that no, you no, guys- You want to pick and no. choose. Okay, but no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, okay. you do. Because so, they identify those people. The people that, that, that go out and do mass murders- and they're like repulsive killers, and they go and they're like these guys he's talking about. They do have some the soldiers that go to war. Soldiers that go to war and kill a bunch of you're people. Not, you're not listening to me. You're, not listening. There, you're, you're giving them a different illustration. So yeah. go with your illustration. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what I'm saying. My whole point is we're not giving we, them a pass like that. Okay, that's okay. We do do that. We no. say <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We say if this person has a disorder uh, or a mental disease, mm-hmm. we go. We literally say. They're going to be treated differently. They're going to be judged differently. No, no, no. They're I'm not talking con- about a mental disorder. Okay. I'm talking about the people that are just murderers. They can the science can identify them as having like different type of chromosomes, having an extra chromosome, whatever it What's is. About mental disorders, though, huh? But I'm saying if they're born with a mental dis- brokenness, none. Okay. Right. But I'm just saying if they are. Well, I don't know how this doesn't make sense. Well, I feel like I'm in a bizarro world. <laughs> no, no, no. They're no. born with a mental disorder and they kill somebody. You're saying like, no, that, you're like a sociopath. Co- you're right. saying somebody who's they, a sociopath. They continuously keep killing and killing. Yeah. We treat okay them different. We wouldn't go, well, we're going to judge them the same as a guy without a mental disorder. That would be a mitigating factor. They actually take serial killers and they study them so that they could catch for a future serial killers. I'm not talking about what we do as the law here on earth. <laughs> okay. That's I, not I, what I'm talking about. Thing. But I feel like God has proven science wrong a lot of times. Oh, boy. Uh, like what? <laughs> in what way? In in a personal way, the, my dad, he got healed like, by cancer out uh-huh. of nowhere. And that's that happened in a personal life. I'm not denying the fact no, no, that no, God can't oh, heal. And then if you talk yeah, to someone yeah, who different. is like into science and like, I'm really not, like, I'm really not really into science. Anthony is. Biology. Most of them are atheists, don't believe in God. So how do you come across that and prove that to them that God is real? Well, I, number one, That's I don't for a believe different that. Podcast. I don't. I, well, <laughs> I don't. A different podcast. I, I just don't believe that. I, I believe that there are a lot of great Christian scientists. I mean, there's, you know, some of the most elite scientists in the world are Christians, are Christians. right now, yeah, big time. But the idea that we would ignore facts—it's it, always dangerous when we want to say we would like our interpretation of Scripture, not Scripture, but our interpretation of Scripture to supersede facts. That's weird. That's not that's not faith at that point. That's like denial, right? Yeah. So if we said, like for instance, there was a time in the in the Christian world where we believed the sun revolved around the earth, and the church believed that the institutionalized church said, if you teach anything else but this, because the Bible says this, our interpretation of the Bible says this, you will be excommunicated. That's not healthy. That's not good. That's dangerous. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so we got to be careful, like how we're going to navigate, like. 
that in the modern world, especially when it's about issues of sexuality. And to be so fair, just, the, the Greeks and everything, like they thought that too. It wasn't just the church. Like, yeah, I mean. Geocentric well, type. Yeah, I'm sure. Just, just so you're saying we shouldn't excommunicate anybody. <laughs> that's what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I think like, that's what you just said. He just wants to excommunicate someone. I, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> give the guy a break. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. Please. Kick go. him out. No, listen. I, I just don't want to ignore the rest of Scripture. There's, 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 a, there's a part of Scripture that we're highlighting, we're magnifying, which right. is awesome. We talk about the grace. We talk about the faith. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? But we can't just ignore the rest of the Scripture. There's another picture. There's another piece to the puzzle that we, we it seems like we want to just throw out. You know what I'm saying? Like when... And I, and I brought it. I brought the scripture up before in First Corinthians when Paul is talking to the to, to the Corinthians church. He's basically correcting them, giving them correction. He's going through all these scriptures, telling them, "Man, you you got this dude that's over here having sex with his mother's with, with his father's um um wife. wife. Like you guys are you guys are proud of that? You know what I mean? Like you should be mourning about this." And he actually comes to the point where he says, "You got to get this guy out of here." You got to, you know, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. You got to be a new lump in Christ. And then that's when he goes into all this scripture talking about, you know, the the homosexuals, the adulterers, the fornicators, the extortioners, the revilers, all of them. Don't you know that these guys are not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven? That's what he says. You know, so I mean, do do we ignore that? Do we just like. And how how will we we throw that out? Someone who's gay out out of nowhere is not gay no more. Like, What will we say? God did that. I don't or think no. that you're ever the, not gay. I think you just or the chromosomes. So what would we say? Because I know people too that were gay, and now they're in church. They're doing, they committed to the Lord and living right and and according to God's word. So what do we say then? Well, we say that human sexuality is a difficult thing, and that it involves a condition. that God didn't change. Like, could God change that? Absolutely. Can God change a yeah, condition? God can change sure. behavior. Can He heal somebody? Sure. So that that's how that's that's how I see it. You but, know? And but then how do you this. approach someone like that? But think about how this. do you tell someone that's that? true, but it's also true that healings are the exception and not the norm. Which means like the, the, the Yeah, the large portion, the lion's share portion of homosexuals are gonna be born homosexual and stay homosexual. Okay. They're not gonna be healed, no matter how hard they pray. And, Just as Paul prayed for his thorn in his flesh to be removed, and it wasn't. There are going to be people with physical ailments, mental ailments, emotional ailments that will pray, and they'll live with them. Mm-hmm. And, you're, the and you're saying that they should just indulge in that activity then? No, I'm saying that if the person is born into that condition, mm-hmm. right, and it is a con- and we look at the conditional aspect, it's going to take a little bit more than just a behavioral approach to deal with it. So just asking the question, should you continue the behavior? It's not fair. It's a condition. But that's a good question. Should they? Is that okay? Now I ask you, be the hero and say it. (laughs) Get the gladiator, uh, the shield and the sword and say it. Fair enough. Can they continue in that? Can they indulge in that? Can they marry that? And that's going to be okay. Well, I guess my response would be, is it yes or no? Well, the response was, <laughs> the, the, the question presumes something that isn't true. The question presumes. Like how much works? Yeah, that if people are in <laughs> sin, that somehow their behavior is going to keep them out. I don't believe the foundation. I don't believe that about people who are angry. I don't believe that about people who are lustful. I don't believe that about people who are homosexuals. I don't believe that about anybody. So if you're saying to me, if a person continues a sin in their life, will they be out? Answer, no. 
Answer, no. Because everybody at this table is doing that, including me. Well, you, I mean, okay, you can say that about yourself. Yeah. I'm not indulgent in sin. No. I, and I would and, say and, to you, the ultimate sign of self-righteousness is not to know it. No, so I guess I'm not going to heaven, right? Because self-righteousness doesn't get that. No, what I would say is that self-righteousness, <laughs> what he's saying to the Jews is the self-righteousness needs a Savior too. Yeah. They just don't know it. I know that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? So, I, yeah. so do, you, do you believe you'll spend the, the rest of your life not lusting? No, yeah, you, you, we're, you we're sinners. Like, like you said in the beginning, so we're born and we sin okay. every day. So it's going to happen again and again. Yes, and that's why we have to go towards God every day and have a relationship with God because the closer we are with God, there's never going to be a point when that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. We're going to sin regardless. Okay. Yeah, regardless. So what does Paul mean when he says, like, you know, we've been crucified with Christ and we have crucified all the, the lust and the, and the desires of the flesh? What does he mean by that? That is forgiven. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> he said that it is forgiven. Everything okay. Everything is grace. I well, guess. think about it. Like think about it. Well, I mean, kinda. Think about it. it. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point of the gospel. Kinda. But think about what he's saying, right? Like the idea that Christ has stepped into our place. He's crucified. Right. That's the justification. Things. We already yeah, know. He's that. crucified that. Right. We haven't fixed that. He's fixed that. That's not what the scripture says. I mean, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I agree with that. But what I'm, what the scripture that I'm referring to is not that. But He's we saying that to... we crucify our flesh and our lust therein, not to fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's what he says. For yeah. us, not to fulfill the lust of the flesh. I think the big. Da- I think that's the big danger, right? Is it, this is what t- Paul is saying? Well, I think the interpretation there of it's called mortification. The idea that we're going to crucify our flesh. That if we could discipline our flesh towards righteousness, we should. And that concept has been a long historical Christian doctrine that that um, typically sits on the fringes. The idea that somehow through our own works we're going to make ourselves good. No, no. But no. the problem I mean, is it doesn't what, hold up. Yeah. Once you believe, you you if you believe, you know that your works aren't going to get you there. If you believe in Christ, right. So what I'm saying is that once you believe in Christ. You're gonna to want to do good works. You want to. You want to want Don't to serve disagree. him. Not all. on board with that. That's my point. Yeah. So that must be produced. That's the the fruit that must be produced from the from the believer. I do disagree. That's what comes I, out. I, 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 I worry about the way you I phrase disagree. it there at because the end. I don't think always is that case. You could be. Yeah, a no, believer. that's that's what I was about to say. I, I worry about the phrase at the end, but like the idea that I think your concept of what must be produced at how much, at what pace, at what complete. I mean, that's because here's the thing. He just got done saying, and he's right. He's going to sin, and he's going to lust till the day he dies. He's going to be 85 talking, looking at some girl in a bikini talking about that. Is no, some... I'm not, no, I'm not best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not at 85. <laughs> My wife is listening. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just the deal. No, yeah. It's not going to change. That doesn't change. I, I don't think I have to admit what you're saying in order for me to know that I need a Savior. Like, I, I think that you have this view of like, oh my God, I'm so broken. I just can't change it. And I think I, I don't agree with that understanding. I believe that we should change. I think that we should look to be uh, to change our behaviors for the better, to try to abstain from, to flee immorality. I kind of get what he's saying. I, I get both. I'm in the no, middle. I'm not saying, and, and I'm not saying that we don't do that. I've no, at no point said we don't do that. Why not? We should. We sh- I mean, you're, you're we saying sh- that is, is all good. I mean, why would we? we should pursue the new life. I'm not saying. But that. why should we? What? Why should we pursue the new life? Well, I think that's the way we're created to live. That's the reason why? Yeah. It's that's your it? Order. 
It's the way it's 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 reflective of God's nature, which exists in us in the new creation. It's His Holy Spirit dwelling in us. It's it's the way we should live. So that's the only thing you motivate you. Yeah, it's the way we should live. Yeah, it's I mean, not because that's well. The why way would you? God does, because that's what God expects of me. That's uh, what He that's wants us. Yeah, to Yeah, you're do. right. We're definitely yeah. on two different pages. Absolutely. If 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 you think at the end of the day that that we're supposed to respond to God in order to prove or earn, it's not prove in or any earn. way. No. It sounds like that. No. I'm just saying that is what happens when you believe. Mm. It sounds like you shift every time, but it sounds like... No. Like you He's said kinda... it's expected. Expected sounds like earning. No, because... You know, your boss thing. expects you to do work. No, 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 no. No, but... No. That's not what a, I'm saying. I, I know what he's saying. He's kind of tying what James says when, we, when he talks about works. Yeah. He's like, T- show me your faith with your works. And he's like, I'll show you my faith... By my works. By my works. Right, but the danger with that is that not everybody's at the same level of, of faith. Faith is believing, though. Right, but if that's I'm understandable. Be- but, yeah, but if I just if I'm a believer now and I could fully commit myself to Christ, right? But I'm still in my still early stages and I'm still falling and I'm still not doing what we categorize as like you know producing, like helping people, being patient, yeah. being this, like the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. If they're not there yet, I don't think God is really like gauging that. I think I think that's dangerous too. What is? I think that I think the mortification concept is very dangerous, and this is the idea that yeah. somehow, like over time, we're going to get better. Right, we are getting better, Mike. I, I don't, I don't agree. We're getting, we're, we're not getting better. You're the same exact way you were. Like you've never changed. You haven't changed the course that you was going in. He's worse now. Yeah. You know? it, it in some ways, yeah. Huh? No, in some ways, I would say yes, and and and, and this is why. I think that's the whole God. I think this is what Paul's trying to accomplish. Is he's saying, look. In our old nature, which still resides, it doesn't get better. The nature doesn't get better. It's not like the old nature just gets a little bit more reformed one day. It's two separate natures. There's an old nature and a new. The old is still as bad as it always was. But he said now we're a new man. And the old nature, a still, new nature. And the old nature still resides. That's not what he says. Of course he does. He says, no, he says now we're, we're, we're a new nature. Right, but he, and the Holy but he Spirit doesn't say that the old us. nature still isn't there. But That's now the whole we have concept. a new nature. You have two natures. I know, but <laughs> but we have a new nature. But the, now. I, yeah, exactly. So am I getting better? Mike no. versus Mike. But if I'm I, but as I get close to Christ, <laughs> as I'm dwelling on Christ, He is good in me, but I'm not getting better. In fact, I would say I'm just as bad as I always used to be, if not worse. In fact, I think I'm more aware of how bad I am now than I was then. Yeah, That's I agree my with that. I agree and with I that. And I think that's what happens with grace. That. I understand that, but I feel like as a Christian, we are called to, you know, to to live accordingly to the word, to God's word. Of course, we're still sinful, but like um, uh, like he said, we look, we're a new creature. God says we're created new. But obviously our sinful nature is there, but that's why we have to constantly fight. That's what we constantly fight with, our old nature. But that doesn't mean that we're just because I'm 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 a sinner that I'm not going to change or I'm not going to want to please God. If God tells me to do this, I'm going to try to please God because that's what he wants me to do. Yeah, but you know? that, I think that's the whole point. But then if I have it in my back of my head, I'm, but my old nature is there, so who cares, you know? That's the only opposition you can then, then, then what? That's then the why would I do those things if God knows that I have a bad, like that's my bad nature is still there, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, what would be the point? Like, then, what, then what what's mean? the point? When, when, because you're saying, yeah, we're creating new, but our old nature still resides there. Right. Okay, so then, then what's the point of God telling us to get away from that or to do certain things that reflect that we're away from that, you know? Well, because to think about it, right? So if he's created you to be fulfilled 
and with purpose and sense of meaning and uh, joy, then following through with his nature and his word brings those things. So we should be attracted to those things not out of fear, but out of hope and love for the new life. But when we're attracted to them out of fear, really we're saying yeah, but no, you have to do this no, or not, God won't no, you won't be good with it. Out of fear, no. Because if you do it out of fear, you're doing it based off works. Right. No, but if you're a believer, you understand that there's nothing that you can do to go to heaven and unless you put your faith in Jesus Christ on what he did for Amen. you. That's the works. Amen. There you go. But then if you if you believe in that, then now I I have to live accordingly to who I follow, which is Jesus. And Jesus writ uh, wrote a whole thing of what I, how I should be living. And then if I'm a new person, then I have to produce fruits, like like Juan said, the fruits of the Spirit. Those are things that I have to produce. You know, if God changed me, then God obviously is not automatically. Yeah. It's a, it's a that's process. That's actually not true, oh. right? And that's, that's not what I was saying either. I'm going to say simply. It's not your fruits. It's the fruits of the Spirit. Exactly. You don't produce them. I know. I'm not saying but No, but you said God, that. No, but God you is said me. He said amen. No, but God <laughs> is me. I have to produce them. He's like, amen. But God is me. But God I, in I me. If I'm a believer, God dwells in me. And because God dwells in me, those things have to, God produces those things out of me. The Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. So it's his fruit, not mine. No, not I know. You. But right. I, I, okay. those have because I'm a believer, those things I just want to make sure the amens are right. No, yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. You know, God, it's obviously God. You know, because Yeah, but you really what you're saying is- Obviously, it's God. Obviously, it's God, Mike. But I have to. I have to. I have to. And I'm saying to you, you can believe that if you want. But the truth is, I think what Paul's trying to say is that if you will focus on Christ, think about what Paul says, right? When you say focus on Christ, what do you mean? Just think, think about what he's saying. Think about grace all day? Like, no, he's no, saying no, 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 when no. Paul says. That changes your life? When Paul says about, <laughs> about his mission, he's saying, I want to know Christ. That's what he says. He doesn't say, I want to be more moral. I want to be good. I want to be better. He says, I want to know Christ and crucified and the word well, okay, there. Okay, well, let's look at Paul's life. His life changed completely after he met Christ. Then why wouldn't, he was killing no. Christians. He was persecuting Christians. He actually said, the things that I don't want to do, I do. No, I know, but I want after, to do, I don't. He also, after he but he also going, did say he was the chiefest of sinners. And, yes. and afterwards he, he said, was the, the worst I want of to sinners. do, I can't. No, I know, but this is after he's a believer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. when he wasn't a believer, he was there was a change, obviously. So people saw him. They're like, this guy's... Yeah, what? that's a great point. What do you think the change was? It was internally. No, no, no. But what was it? Because he was a moral guy. Much more moral than us. No, I know. So what's the change? That he, he realized that he was everything that he was doing before was sinful. He so was the in change sinful is, life. My works don't matter. No, yes. But then later <laughs> Christ's on, work does. Then, no, yes. On, but, people noticed the change in him. I, I'm more than 100% sure people saw him. They're like, hey, this guy's different. No. So he was the same. He was a Pharisee. Yeah. The actual Jews looked at him and said, uh, this guy's lost his mind. They weren't like, oh, he's so much nicer now. They no, were like, know, this guy, This what changed was what he believed, right? That's what changed. Okay, That's what repentance his whole, his whole idea of everything. Like, he was persecuting the church, and then he, then he didn't. Right. Okay, so what happened there? So think about this for a second, because you bring up a really great example here. You've got a guy who's super moral. Yeah. I mean, super moral. Yeah, but he was killing Christians. Right, but, but which is what the law tells them to do, mm-hmm. right? Anything that's a perversion from yeah. you know, Judaism, they could, they could take out and shoot, right? That was the deal. They could stone it. They could take it away. They could shoot it. Anything that was a perversion against the law. And so 
He's doing the very thing that fulfills the law. He is good to the core. He says himself, I'm born in the right tribe, born to the right people, educated the right people, born in the right day, circumcised until, the right day. Until he came across Jesus, and then he realized the truth. That and what, what changed? Was it wasn't his behavior that changed. He stopped doing that. No, it's not his behavior in the sense of like he, he doesn't become a moral. No, I bet like a nicer. No, I'm not saying. No. I'm saying like his action. He stopped doing. He noticed that those things were wrong. No, what was wrong? Well, he was he was persecuting the church. Jesus says, "You're no, going against me." That's not what he notices is wrong. What he knows is wrong is up until this point he believed he could earn his way through works, and now he doesn't. That's the repentance. That's what changed. That's that's the repentance. I change your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And so the big change that takes place in him is he gets to the Damascus Road, and then he starts preaching the gospel, and his message to the Jews is, you guys think you can get to God through the works of the law. You cannot, and I've tried. You can't do it. Your old nature will not let it happen. It's not getting better. You can't refine it. You can't make it better. And if you think it's getting better, you're blind. It's not. That's his message. You know what's funny, though? Like, even now, we're still talking in the same manner that they did back then when Paul uh, spoke about the, the gospel. And they're like, so what do we do? We just continue sinning? Right. Like, That's the message of the gospel. When Paul, think about it. When Paul gives the gospel to the Roman church, what do they he's say? Like, absolutely not. He's like, the response to the authentic gospel. When people, people preach the real gospel, you know what everybody says? So are you saying we should just keep on sinning? That's what everybody says when you preach the real gospel. Yeah. And, it's true. and, and what did he say? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You don't. You don't continue sinning, right? And he we're going to get there. He said, "How do how do we who have died to sin right. live any longer in it?" Right. And that's my point. That's right. that's what I want to get. I mean, now that we have been reborn, that's what he wants to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we got to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, we're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So he realized that, and according to that, yeah. But we're going to get there. But the, 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 and I don't want to fast forward too quickly to that point. I've been trying to hold us off as long as I can before we get. I there. I don't but, know why. But, well, because <laughs> think about it. We got a whole series to do. We got a whole series. Build suspense. All right, let's go back real quick to the homosexuality thing before we close out tonight. Because I think you got a neat perspective here. Like, have you? I don't think you guys think that the practical a lot too and 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 so what do you do you got a you got a ninth grade high schooler who's going through puberty who realizes that they are have same-sex attraction and um they're a believer in christ i mean what do you do at that point because this is a very dangerous situation here i mean do you see what i'm saying like the idea we have a we we have an exorbitantly high suicide rate Mm -hmm. within the lgbtq Q community, mm-hmm. exorbitantly high, mm-hmm. and what we're finding is is that a lot of that is because we're unable to navigate this in a way that takes into account the conditional issues. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. and so what happens is we start telling kids things that sound great in a Bible study somewhere and to like a group of grandma Christians, and then all of a sudden it gets applied to some kid, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, my life is over," and they and some of them do take their lives. I think it's a dangerous. What do you think? Yeah. Well, this is something that I've dealt with for multiple times in my career as a school counselor. Um, I worked in a K-8, so I had middle schoolers. But I've had kids as young as second, third grade come to me and share that confusion. You know, the, the way that they talk about it, obviously, is different from an elementary to middle. And some of the kids that had come out to me, I knew that they did come from a church background. Now, obviously, I'm in a school setting. There are certain things that I can and can't say. But in those moments, it never was about, okay, let's talk about how this is sinful. Let's talk about what the Bible says. It's navigating and helping them to feel safe. Um, You know, some of them don't want to come out to their parents yet. 
making sure that they know that there's going to be that confidentiality piece. But for me, it never was about or starting with, okay, well, we need to look at what the Bible says about this. It's loving on them and showing them that no matter who they, they are or what they do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there for them. And building those relationships, then you can kind of start helping. But I never really felt like it was in my role as a school counselor. It was not my position to try to. It was more navigating how how do I deal with the way that I'm feeling right now in this world, you know, and making sure that they're safe. And Mike is not wrong. The suicide rate is ridiculous. And a lot of it has to do with the idea because they feel like they have no identity mm-hmm. um, because they're so confused. And so that brings on some serious depression because mm-hmm. I've dealt with that as a school teacher, even in a Christian school. Mm-hmm. You know, I have kids that, you know, I had a boy last year says he's a girl, mm-hmm. you know, and I, that, that's difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's an identity crisis, and so yeah, they get seriously depressed, mm-hmm. and that's why they take. That's why the suicide rate is astronomically high for that community. Yeah, and it's it's crazy to navigate. They feel the they feel that it's wrong, you know, because that's what a lot, especially if they are if they grow up in church and they hear you know so much, so much, and I think we we get tend to get caught up in that. And I have gone to multiple conferences where I sit and. I hear them talk so bad about the church. You know, they're trying to to implement some rules within the school just to keep these kids safe, just to keep them from being beat up, to keep them from having to get bladder issues because they want to use a different bathroom and they can't. So they have to either hold it in all day or um, things like that. So they're trying to implement just rules to keep them safe and healthy. And... Um, Depending on where they live, if they're in a very conservative area of the state, they have a hard time with putting things in place because then they say, oh, well, how many churches are in your area? And it's so hard to hear, you know, because that's not the message. It's not what it should be. Yeah. Right? right. It blows my mind how many people think that there's actual, an actual choice, like there's some perks to it. Listen, if they, like could, you get abused if they could switch and- that switch off, it would be that much easier. Yeah. My sister is gay. Okay, and if she could turn that a different way when she was younger, all the things that she had to go through, trust me, she would have. She would have loved to have just said, okay, I'm not anymore. And I think that that's one of the parts that we need to understand. Like Sandra, like you were saying earlier, yes, there are some cases that people go through some emotional things and, you know, they go and and, and it's an emotional thing. But that's not that's very that's not always the case. And that's what I'm saying, that we shouldn't look at this from a from a big picture Okay, but you my know, question not is the same. how, where do we draw the line with the truth according to scripture? Like someone of that comes to you and asks you, what do you say? Like, what do I tell them what the Bible says? Or do yeah. I try I to think if they're asking him, that, if those are the questions. That person, try to make that. Yeah. I, my, I personally believe that as a Christian, you have to say the truth. Like, no matter, if, like whoever's in front of me, I have to tell them the truth. And you, whoever it is. And I feel like when it comes to that homosexuality, that especially the Christians, we try to like pick that out. Like a lot of Christians pick that sin out because you know that's like common nowadays. Well, because that's but the, the Bible icky talks one that about like understand. all the sins, lying, everything else is. The but sin. that is a problem that most people pick that as the one sin. No, yeah, but that that isn't the only sin. Like I said, we're all sinful in a, in different ways. Amen. But yeah. the way is the things like 
because I'm because I'm I'm a liar or whatever, and someone tells me that the Bible says if you're a liar, you blah blah blah. I can't get offended because that's what the Word of God says, you know. So where do we draw the line and to tell the truth, you know? I understand what you're saying, Daniel, and I, and I I have like I said, I have family members that are uh, homosexuals and and and. I love women, but where, where do, as a believer, where do we draw that line I, to tell them the truth? That's a good, it's a good question. But I think what, me, let's, let's, I'm sorry. Hold on. Okay, go wait, ahead. Wait, wait. Okay. I think what Danielle said is right. Like, as a Christian, you don't have to start with the Bible said. No, yeah, I understand that because obviously you're not, you have to know who you're talking to. Right. Obviously, believe, some of them are not believers. You don't necessarily have to stop. You like start, it. You don't necessarily, and, and if they ask for your opinion, oh. and if they ask you about it, you can no, tell exactly. No. Well, this I, is what well, the Bible says. If someone right. who's not a believer, I'm not going to tell them the Bible yeah. says this. But if somebody doesn't believe, let's him. ask that really tougher question. We've asked everybody else up to this point. Okay, so let's say your son's gay. Okay, what do you do? What I have to talk to him about what the word, what the word of God says. If he comes to me, and he tells me this, Dad, this is what I feel. I have to tell him, well, this is what this is what the word of God. This is what I believe. Okay, you no, know, you believe. This, yeah, but that's, you feel this that's, way. That's fine, Dan. But what do you do? What do you mean? What do I do? You go to the wedding. I wouldn't. Me neither. I wouldn't, because I would stand towards what I believe. I believe in the Word of God. I believe that that's the ultimate truth, and in that He's over my son. What would you do? Uh, oh, he'll definitely go. You, I feel you like you'll be, oh, you'll be supporting. In a way, you'll be supporting that if you go. That's how I see it. Yeah, you definitely. Well, you would be supporting. If, if I had to start not going to weddings based upon <laughs> sin, I got to tell you, I do no. premarital counseling. It's a disaster out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling you. That's how I see it. Like, yeah. if I if I would go, he'd be like, oh, my dad's okay, obviously okay, because he's in my wedding, you know? No, I think that you can, you can be there and he knows how you feel, but you're still showing that you love them. And you said it's the same way. God doesn't turn his back on us because we're we sin every day. Like he's still yeah. he's still here with us and he supports us. Yeah, but the truth is still there though. Sure. I'm I'm not saying that you that wouldn't I'm saying. not saying I think sin separates us from God. So I mean you can use that. I can just use that just the same example. Sure. It separates us. Yeah. But I that's feel like that's us. I, that's I, not I him. Don't, I don't here. Th- I don't think that's love. Like if yeah, I that's an interesting that. thing, though, because you said that so quick. We just kind of ne- like, 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 like she, she, she's yeah, but you, it goes back to this really broken theology that I think you have. <laughs> so you're like sin separates us, but you have a theology that's very different. You think sin actually separates the believer. So you think that like a believer can get to a point of sin that can separate them from God. If okay, I'll tell you this much. What if I go back to okay? I need to go get circumcised. I need to go and follow the law. My brother did it at 32. Hold on, listen. I'm, gonna, I'm asking <laughs> him a question. I he, that does that. he did? And he's not a Christian. Uh, why? I don't know. <laughs> not the circumcised thing. What in the world? Are you kidding me? I'll tell you. I don't know. Yeah. You can tell us on is, the Is he going to hear this? I can this, tell you. I don't hear This is the not safe for church <laughs> Where does he He, he, he listen here. In your yard. His woman wanted it. I have two brothers. I'm not going to say the His woman His woman wanted it. No, 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 no. He was unbelievable. <laughs> what is stop, happening? Stop saying this information. Okay. And the wheels came off again. Oh my gosh! You, and he's not a Christian or Jewish or oh nothing. Oh gosh! <laughs> he was like, yes. for health issues. So. Yeah. Okay. What? Can, can I finish my? Call? Oh, please, please go back. Finish your thought. Please. I, 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 I believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. 
I, I, you gotta explain it. What? Why? Oh my god! No, stop! Why would he do that? No, no, no! You, you, Thirty-three. Hey, this isn't the not safe for church podcast. We Dude, can't do just this one. quickly. Give me something. Oh my goodness! He just wanted to. He read some books that said that he wanted to go longer. Really, what happened was his doctor woke up and said, "I need to go on a vacation." Hmm, Gonzalez, you need a circumcision. <laughs> And he called them. And he said yes. He said yes. Okay. <laughs> he told them you will last longer when you're performing. He did it on the whip. No. There's all like, these all benefits. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he did it, and then I made him take the train on the way back. That was. Buddy <laughs> Science oh said that. Okay. okay. Please move forward. Mike. What were you saying? Let's get back to the theological <laughs> argument. Um, oh my God. <sighs> okay. So somebody's. Sinning. No, no, no. So they, they believe, they believe Jesus, they confess and all this stuff. But then they're like, okay, no, I got to go get circumcised. I got to get under the law. Am I still in or am I out? I have family members like that. that they don't, not it doesn't the circumcised matter. thing, but they believe they have to follow the law. They believe in there Jesus. There are Catholics that are saved, but am they I, still am do I, a lot Am I in or out? If you were honestly saved? If I say I'm a believer. And I'm like, oh, if you say you're if you believer. say you're a believer, it's, it's the same thing. No, I don't. No, believe it's that. not the same. Not exactly. No, that's it's not here. What, what was the difference? It's heart. What were you saying? Well, I, uh, the piece you're leaving out is God's sovereignty, right? No, no. no. What, okay. What, what, what was the difference? But how what, do what you, did I say how something do you, different? Why don't, why don't you believe that though? Why don't I? Believe when he says that? I'm a believer, why would you base that off of? You yeah, said you don't agree because you're leaving out the other half, right? He, what's the other? This half? is the this is what's happening constantly. Like we want to look at the sin issues just through behavioral lens instead of conditional lens, and we want to look at salvation just through a choice lens and not the sovereignty of God lens, meaning that God chooses you. And so, you, you want to look at what it do you mean? We only choose. Like cho- he chose the whole world. Like he loves everybody. He wants everybody to be saved. That's his desire. Okay, I don't right? disagree with that. Okay, so what do you mean? Yeah, but he th- th- that but his word clearly says that he foreknew and predestined us. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You think that it's for all the believers? What do you think? You think there's some believers like, that you weren't mean, predestined? You pick somebody and you're going to believe and then you're going to well, believe. Well, by predestined, it's not you're about his... You get a card. You get a card. You get a card. Because that goes into Calvinism. That, yeah, that's that's a different doctrine now. What do you, what, well, what everybody's do you, a Calvinist. You're basically saying that God is not loving if you say that. Why, why is that? Because you're saying he's just choosing a few and some he's not choosing. Well, that that violates his love aspect, and that's not well, just. How would, that violate, how would that violate his love or oh, his cause, justice? Because now he's not loving that other guy. Well, if everyone's a sinner and he chooses some, that would not violate his justice. That would be grace, and grace is unfair by its very nature. And it would still be his love, because they're all sinners and deserving of his wrath, and he lo- and if he chooses to love, it's in his own volition. Why would that violate anything? He only chooses to love some of them, but he doesn't choose to love the other one? If he chooses to love some, why? What is that to us? No, no, no. I'm not saying what that what that is to us. I'm saying if he is truly love, fully love, sure, fully holy, sure, and fully just. Okay, you're gonna tell me he's just gonna pick some and not pick another one to well, be safe. Just would be if he is fully just, not tempered with any love. It would be everybody goes to hell. But because of his grace, if he chooses, which is in Christ Jesus, and, right. his, and if he chooses work, some by his finished sovereignty then what is that to you? That's the point you leave out. You're like, you want to make salvation like just the human choice. Well, that's not true. No, God, God already did everything. All you have to do is accept it now. Yeah, you, your, your idea of his sovereignty is that he's just made it available for everybody. I understand what you're saying, but well, yeah. that's not what Paul says. That's not what human, the, God's sovereignty is, that God's actually foreknew and predestined. That's what he says. I, I'm just, you, like, you want to talk about like, we got to tell him what the word says. 
That's what it says. No, yeah, but when it when it talks about predestined, that's talking about God and God's knowledge. God knew, just like God, the word the word of God says that He knows what I'm going to say before I say it. God, that's God, that's in God's knowledge. In God's knowledge, He knew no, who we're going to be. There's saved. a difference between the word foreknowledge and the word predestined. There's a difference between those two things. Those are two de- very different subjects. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, so, but we're, so, so we're going to so get into the whole predestination thing now? I, was gonna I say, thought that was that, another, that's, podcast. That's it another is podcast. podcast. It is a completely another podcast. That, You're asking me a direct question. I gave you a direct answer. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So for he, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's what, talking about what, God. What scriptures there? Obviously, God knows that. Ephesians chapter one. He yeah, predestined I, I think, us. But, but, but predestined doesn't mean that he pinpointed us out. There. You got to get that in context. <laughs> he I'm didn't serious. pinpoint us out. There's a certain. There's, and there's if he's a just talking about them, have, he's not talking about everybody that gets saved. So well, different. we have we, to believe can, in him. We can deal with that argument down the road. I'm, but either way, e- either way, even if he predestined some, predestined all, uh, 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 that's the piece you're leaving out. What's that? What do you mean? What do you mean I'm leaving something out? That he's that he's picking some? Yeah, well, I'm saying if you continue to, des- to describe salvation as your choice. There's definitely a choice. That's why he says you must confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. That Jesus Christ died and resurrected. I, I, think, I want everybody to make it. I think it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get It's going to be very hard to get through like Paul's writings, believing that, right? Because the idea is that, okay, so how would you choose that? How would I choose one? So what does Paul say that you are before you're in Christ? When you hear the word. So what does he say you are? A sinner. And what's that? Someone who, Dead in the flesh. Dead. Do dead yeah, people make dead. choices? What do you mean? No, I know. Oh, okay, so they're dead. No, can but they do anything? Yes. Well, as a human, I have a choice. That's God physical, gave me a free man. will. That has, that's not. No, spiritual. they're dead, dead spiritually. Yeah. No, they're dead spiritually. Exactly. So they can't. They're dead. Right. They're they're, de- they're they can't dead. make a spiritual choice towards God. They're dead. They don't have a connection. Okay, then what? No, they're dead. What happens when God gave all so these the dead people, people that are unbelievers right now that are dead? Abraham. Sin, they don't. They, they, they don't understand anything. He called Abraham. He didn't force him. Abraham had, yeah, had he reached out to Abraham. He, he chose Abraham. But then, yeah, he but, chose what did Abraham. Abraham for knowledge. What, what, what did Abraham have to do? He responds. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. We have to respond because God first chose him. But that's what I know. I agree, right. I agree with that. So but, as long as we're there, that's the part he constantly leaves that. out. But yeah, it's okay. I agree with that. But there's there has to be a response, and that response is what, but what, what whether you you I respond and I believe in that. That's going to take me to heaven, you know, not or to hell because people reject that. Yeah, it, it it sounds like you're making belief a work, but I no, understand. it's not. It's not a work because God did the work. Yeah, I'm just responding that I believe in what He did for me. Right. That's it. Accepting. I I didn't die on accepting. the cross. He did. <laughs> right. You know? He does the. And in, he, in His foreknowledge, He I I like I understand what you're saying too. He He know He did all this in His fore, but so He doesn't give us a will. You think of this it, is the difference. You this is plain and simple. It's very easy. You think of faith as an action. No, faith isn't well. Faith no. is an action. Yeah. Faith is a verb. But faith is described as a gift. No, that's grace. No, it's God. described as a gift. Well, well faith is by God. Right. Yeah. Faith, faith by both. God. It's a gift by God. Yeah, by God. To no, us. Because God already des- he so did everything. So if you believe but we have it was to, first we have given as respond. a gift from God. Yeah, we have to respond that. But what you're saying is that, that God I guess gave faith me is that. only given to some. So God, God gave what you you're faith. saying is that God gave me this, but he didn't give it to Anthony, so Anthony's going to hell. Why right. That's what you're saying. And that's the issue I got. So what do we say there? 
God's not just us because he exactly. gave me faith. How would that part. not be just? Because he's not giving Why didn't he give him faith? That's not, that, that's not just. That's grace. <laughs> grace isn't fair. Did you guys think grace was fair? No. God did is you fair. think? Did you think God, just because <laughs> God would give grace to some and not to others, no. that that's not, because that's the that's actually what grace is. See, he, he gives well, us we're talking what about we don't just. deserve. Right. And well, if yeah. he gives some and not others, that's still grace and it's still not fair. But the, no. But, the whole but world what we're saying is grace. That, huh? The whole world is under grace. Right now, well, I, you, I tend to. I well, that'd be a podcast for a different day. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> leaning toward universalism. So, <laughs> oh, it's a podcast for a different day. All right, we got to wrap it up for today. We love you guys. You didn't answer my question, Sandro. Thanks for be- letting us beat up on you tonight. We appreciate <laughs> you, brother. Thank you for joining in. We'd love to have you back. And yes, your questions will get answered. No, Romans chapter Everything six. Chimney Christmas. Later. Can you wait till we get? There? <laughs> I love you. See ya. Peace.